the Tigers have uh, completed their front office, and together, the two men who will be running in the front office don't add up to the age of the last guy who was in there. Uh, Jeff Greenberg is the new GM for the Tigers, working for Scott Harris, who is the president of the Tigers, and the two of them actually go back to their intern days with the Chicago Cubs. Jeff Greenberg is on the line with us right now on the Mitch Album program. Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. Welcome to town. Welcome to our program. Glad to have you here. Good to be here. Thanks. So is it right that you and Scott Harris basically were kids, interns at the <laughs> Cubs, and you met each other, you know, you were probably getting coffee for people or whatever, and you started talking about one day we're going to run a team, and then here it is just six weeks <laughs> later, and um, <laughs> and uh, you are. A few more, few, few more weeks than six. Uh, but yeah, the, the rough outline is, is, uh, is accurate. We weren't interns. I, I started as an intern at the Cubs, joined in 2012. Uh, Scott joined after the 2012 season, um, as a director of baseball ops. So yeah, worked together for, uh, seven seasons. He left after, uh, the 2019 season to, to become the GM of the Giants. I stayed at the Cubs for, a few more years, one into hockey, uh, and now we're back together. But, um, yeah, we, we have that history. We have that relationship and uh, excited to be with him here in Detroit. I'm going to ask you about the hockey thing in a minute, but did he, uh, when he got the job here as president, did he immediately call you and say, hey, it's just going to be a matter of time, but we're going to pull this off and we're going to end up working together here? No, I mean, we, we talk occasionally more just as, friends and, and colleagues I was navigating a very new experience with the Blackhawks um, you know he was just here he had made very clear I think you know to everybody that he was going to take some time um, to hire a GM he took the season so no it wasn't something that was in any way you know preordained like he, he took the year he ran a full process um, I certainly wasn't actively looking to get into baseball really uh, was enjoying what I was doing at the Blackhawks um, but went through the interview process. Um, you know, we had really good, good productive conversations with Scott with, with a lot of people here in the organization. And um, it came together fairly quickly in the end, but um, that all happened over, over the course of a few weeks. Yeah. Um, well, you were pretty much in baseball for the first eight, nine years or so decade or so of your, of your young career. And I say young because you're what, 37, I think, right? 37, yeah. 37. Exactly. And, uh, and Scott, has he turned 37 yet, or is he still 36? I think he's still 36. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. So you're a senior to him already. <laughs> uh, right. But, but you, you spent, you know, like you just laid out, you were in baseball, 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 and then all of a sudden you went to the Chicago Blackhawks, which, you know, most people would think, well, there's something – specific to the sport that you're good at how could you then get to high high level front office position with the Blackhawks but is it a question of if you know how to run a sports team you know how to run a sports team um I don't think it's that simple I mean I had I had some background in hockey on a on a personal level I played the game growing up I was a you know relatively mediocre hockey and baseball player but I actually played hockey uh, longer than I played baseball. So I had, you know, I had some background. I kept, kept a pulse for the game, uh, despite, you know, working in baseball. So it wasn't, it wasn't foreign to me. Um, uh, it wasn't something I was actively looking to do, but there are similarities. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if you're a professional sports franchise, the goal is to, to build something that's, uh, 
capable of sustaining success at the big league level and a lot of the you know foundational organizational things that um we were trying to build in baseball apply to hockey i was able to apply some of those lessons there and uh unique exciting challenges Lo- love my time there uh learned a ton and um really grateful for were the you thinking before uh Scott Harris called you that you had been done with baseball, that your life would then now be in hockey from there on? Uh, I don't think I'd close that door. You know, I worked in baseball for 16, almost 17 years before um, going into hockey. So I have, you know, deep connections um, in the game. I still very much identify as, you know, a baseball person. So I, I hadn't closed that door by any, by any means. It wasn't something I was actively looking to do, but, um, was still, you know, was certainly open-minded to the possibility of um, mm, going attorney. back in if the right opportunity presented itself, and this was the right opportunity. So, as we're talking to Jeff Greenberg, who's the new GM for the Tigers, so now what will, what's the division of labor here? Like, what, what does the president do that the GM doesn't do and vice versa? No real, like, defined division of, of responsibilities. So I think the way we both described it yesterday is it's a, it's a partnership, um, in all areas of, of the organization. I think one of the nice things about having, having that history, having that relationship with Scott is we're not afraid to, to push each other, to challenge each other, um, to just, you know, ask different questions from different perspectives. So inevitably just given the, the scope of, of the jobs and everything that's going on across the organization at a given time of the year, there will be things that, you know, I take off his plate, things he probably takes off my plate. Um, but more than anything, it is it is really a partnership in all areas. Well, who? but I mean, who pulls the trigger on a trade? Who decides how much money to give a player? I mean, are you guys going to be sharing info on both of that? Or, or it seems like that makes things kind of top-heavy. Yeah, I think everything we do will be done, you know, as, as a collective group. Um, you know, there'll be decisions that we make as an organization. Uh, I think that's where, you know, bringing people together, Scott has, you know, unique set of experiences. Uh, I have a unique set of experiences. We have a ton of really talented people here um, in, in really every area of the organization. And I think that's the, the mark of a healthy organization is the ability to, to bring those people together, um, support each other to make consistently effective decisions, uh, foster, you know, development and growth and our players really in all areas of the organization. And, that's what we're looking to do here. Jeff, according uh, to reports, your field of expertise is analytics. Why not? It is all over sport right now. A lot of people tuned into this conversation uh, have seen Moneyball. Many, Jeff, under the impression that perhaps baseball is too number-oriented, that there's got to be a fine line between a player's natural ability and what he's capable of bringing to the party and the overall number aspect of it. Is that true? I think there's always going to be a balance. I don't think it's pure analytics. I don't think it's it's pure anything. I think at the end of the day, uh, to consistently make good decisions, you want, you know, you want all available information. You want to be able to set up the right systems and things that, to filter that information effectively to really identify the things that matter most of you. And um, some of that will come through scouting. Some of that will come through analytics a lot of that will come through coaching and and direct feedback from players and it's about putting all those things together uh to consistently put ourselves in 
uh, the best situation possible. The old GM days are gone. You know, we used to remember the guy with the windbreaker and the glasses. He had a radar <laughs> gun in his hand all the time, chewing yeah. tobacco. You don't see those much anymore, right? More, it's more of a. Well, wait, a are you wearing a windbreaker yeah, right now? Do you have a windbreaker on and sunglasses? Is there a radar yeah, gun I'm in your a windbreaker hand? Right, I'm, I'm wearing a windbreaker right now. So <laughs> <laughs> But it's changed over the years, right? It's, it's, a, it's a different analytics. game now. Well, not even analytics. It's just that it's more of it's a It's also a game. younger, it's yeah. become a younger profession. No, please don't take this in, in any other way, but the idea of hiring a 37-year-old GM 30 years ago would have been unthinkable. I mean, you know, there were still players playing the game at that age, and, you know, the thought was, you know, you, be, you go from a player, and then when you retire, you, you, you go start to become a scout out somewhere, and you spend 20 years out in the field, and eventually maybe you find your way back to being a GM. But obviously this isn't where we're at now. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's changed. I, I think one of the great things about baseball, though, is I think the, the best organizations still do a really good job of, putting together all those voices from different perspectives, our, our scouts, our development staff, our analysts, uh, you know, within those groups, you're going to have former players. You're going to have people with, you know, PhD level of expertise. Um, there's a, there's a wide range of skill sets, experiences. I think it's one of the things that makes, you know, building a baseball, a healthy baseball organization challenging, but also uh, really fun. And finally, we should ask you about the Tigers themselves and not all this theoretical stuff. What do you think they need? Where do you think they are? How far are they? We've been, you know, waiting on a rebuild for a long time uh, here in Detroit. And, uh, you know, they've, they've had so many down years that they've been able to get a lot of high draft picks. But those high draft picks have had mixed success and mixed speed in getting here. Where would you say the Tigers are right now? And what's your short range goal? Yeah, I think we're moving in the right direction. That was something that became clear to me just going through the process. Uh, you know, try to keep a pulse on baseball. We really started diving in deeper just through this interview process, having conversations. And it, it's clear there's there's a lot of positive momentum here. I think you've seen real development at the big league level this year. You've seen it uh, in player development at the minor league level. We're, we're not where we, we want to be. We have additional steps we need to take but i think you've you've started to see that foundation come together there's more work to do but it's about continuing to take those additional steps and ultimately getting to where we uh where we need to go well it's always nice to be mm-hmm. re re uh, united with your your old early working partners and uh, now you guys are running a team it's a bit of a dream come true i understand you both went to columbia too is that is that right I yeah I think Scott was there maybe briefly for business school. I was there before him for law school. I don't I think he ended up moving to Northwestern when he got the covet job. So I can I can only stay claim to be a, a graduate. I think <laughs> okay. Columbia. Well, I went there. I went there too many moons oh, ago. I'm not sure if uh, they go. did they have it was Coronet Pizza still in existence when you yep. were there. Yep. Biggest, biggest the big, slice, the, the biggest big slice slices, of yep. pizza in the history of the world really? for the lowest price. <laughs> now, when you two yeah. see larger, each other, larger food. than my torso. Yeah, really. I mean, they would literally hand you like, and that was one slice. It would be like across your <laughs> this shoulders. Is the take away from yeah, no, that's it. That's all I got yeah, out of business. For, I, I got two <laughs> master's degrees had. from Columbia, and all I can that's remember is Cornet Pizza. Yeah. When you two see each other for the first time, is there that secret Columbia handshake that you? Yeah, yeah, it's a secret Columbia handshake. Yeah, we when I was there, we were in the midst of the nation's longest losing streak for a football team, 
And it became this great thing. Like we had lost like, I don't know, a hundred and something games in a row or something like that. Yeah. Went on and on and on. And then all of a sudden they won. They beat Lafayette or Colgate or some other toothpaste. Eastern Michigan. And um, there was like this big celebration and, like, the next week, nobody showed up for the game because it was nothing anymore. You know, it's like, well, it's meaningless. Now we're just a terrible team, you know. But before, we were a record-breaking terrible team. So be careful about that. Hey, good to have you in town, Jeff. We look forward to meeting you in person. Thank you for spending a little time with us. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I Jeff, appreciate it, guys. Jeff Greenberg, New Tigers GM at 760 WJR.